This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 yo. It's Our Lifestyle podcast, and this is ODB. We want to thank our title sponsors, Custom Car Show Productions. They have four main events every year. Orange Beach Invasion every March in Orange Beach, Alabama. After Hours Car, Bike, and Truck Show. That is every April, typically at Hank Aaron Stadium in Alabama. Scraping the Coast needs no introduction every June in Biloxi, Mississippi. And then Bayou Showdown in Slidell, Louisiana every November. Also, big ups to our additional title sponsor, Mini Truck Showdown. This show is going down in June, Vegas. First weekend in 2022, so come on out and gallivant out to Las Vegas. This is your opportunity to make it out to the amazing city. Remember, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Of course, that doesn't include our coverage of Mini Truck Showdown next year. And then lastly, part of the Mini Truck Showdown family, Kern County Showdown, which is going to be the first weekend in February in Bakersfield, California. Kern County Showdown. Mini Truck Showdown, be there 2022. Enjoy the episode. Yo, 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 it's our Lifestyle Podcast, episode 265. We finally nailed down Biggity Mike the Mayor. He's been gallivanting all around the state. And I got to ask, Mike, dude, Thanksgiving. Black Friday, all that craziness. I know it's always busy on your side. Home watch stuff. How you doing, my brother? Bro, did you say 69? Nah, 65, dude. Coming off the top ropes, though, soon. I could have swore you said 69. Thought you said 60. I was so excited. All right, 265. All right, (laughs) all right, all right. I'll bring it back down. I'll bring it back down. Dude, freaking Thanksgiving. We had our friends giving, like always, and uh, we had 32 of them uh, come on over. Friends, family, the whole nine yards had a had a packed house. It was awesome. Great freaking fried up the turkey. If guys, if you have never fried a turkey, you have to deep fry a turkey. That is the best way to have a turkey. And it takes 45 minutes, and you're 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 good. You're good to go. It's delicious, absolutely delicious, dude. We had plenty of football on. We had beer going. Uh, cornhole playing, dude. We had a blast, man. So yes, that was good. Black Friday. Um, obviously, I don't partake in any of that Black Friday. I deliver plenty of Black Friday packages, uh, but I let the I let Mrs. Uh, uh, Mayor go out there and uh, and spend all the bucks uh, and do some Black Friday shopping because they they dude they left the house at four thirty in the morning, and I didn't get home till like five o'clock at um, that night Friday night. And they were still out shopping. Um, I think they didn't get home till like 7.30. Dude, shop till you drive, dog. Dude, it's all about it. All about it. So I'm as broke as a joke now. So, you know, now we got toy drop this weekend. So we'll go and make some more money this weekend. Yeah, we really hope. We've been talking about this. Come out December 4th this weekend in the greater Orlando area. There's only one place out there called Deezer Land. Just how it sounds. Just look it up. Speak it to your Google Assistant. Mike, I guess it'll take you right there. Uh, yes, it will. Now, episode 265, we're going to, you know, I'm not even going to say we're going to try to keep it short, Mike, because every time I say that, then it's like a record, like a six-hour deal. You know what I mean? But it's 265. So let's keep it long. Yeah, this is going to be the longest episode. We might try to hinge on like a 10-hour. I don't know what our limit is, though. 
it might be like an eight hour upload. So we'll have to see. But dude, no breaks, no limits. Let's do this, dog. I love it. I'm feeling a little under the weather. Can't uh, not sure if you can tell, but like they say in Mike and showbiz, what's the old saying? Oh, don't break a leg. No, oh, so, wait, the show must go on. Yeah, like you keep talking about eastbound get down and must go on. I'm like, dude, cancel it, bro. I'm telling people, dude. I'm telling people, it's it's not even it's not even in Daytona. So uh, it's kind of this weirdest ruse. You know what I mean? No, no, it's in Ormond Beach, right off of 95. They're at Destination Daytona Complex. It's the world's largest Harley Davidson dealership. January 21st to the 23rd. Guys, start the show season off right. Destination Daytona Complex. Eastbound, get down. January 21st to the 23rd, 2022. Make sure you guys are there. Can't wait to see you. Well, as we jump into this episode 265, we want to thank everyone for the continued support, of course. But just know this is brought to you by our uh, title sponsor, so Custom Car Show Productions. We'll talk a little bit about Bayou Showdown that just went down in a few minutes. Their next event, of course, is going to be Orange Beach Invasion at the end of March. So, so much more coming on that event. But we also want to thank Corey and all the team over at Mini Truck Showdown. Mike, dude, I'm getting excited. Um, there's a potential that I'll be in Vegas two times next year, as long as I can also make SEMA. I'll have to see how that works with my time off. But the first weekend in June, I know you and I got the pedal stomped. I think Shannon's also going to gallivant on out from Florida over to Vegas for Mini Truck Showdown. Dude, I'm hearing people as far as Canada. They said they're going to, dude, they're going to be uh, fishtailing across the border. And I already talked to a few people that said they're willing to sneak across the border. They don't care. They're going to Mini Truck Showdown. Wow. Dude, so that's and Corey uh, and his team do a great job, and definitely look forward to going out there and uh, with all our mini trucking friends and the Airhead Nation and having a great job, great time out at Mini Truck Showdown. The cool thing is they're quickly building a lot of steam. If you go on Instagram, it's Mini Truck Showdown altogether, June third through the fifth, twenty twenty two, as we mentioned, and uh, all of the information is there, including the link to their uh, URL website. You can go in there, pre-register, find out more information about becoming a sponsor and whatnot. Just know Mini Truck Showdown, June 3rd through the 5th out in Vegas. So, Mike, this one's a little bit homegrown. You know, I don't know how anybody couldn't say that we, we don't show Florida enough love, dude. We've got Florida's popping off with all these shows, all these events, all these gatherings. And last week was one. The Now, I did not make it over to – I kind of – Decided not to go over to the Rod Run, kind of feeling a little under the weather, a little bit, but I still, you know, had a good time, went over and hung out with Randy, but what was awesome is I got a chance to link up, link up with Jason Diener, Low Bros, he's no stranger to the podcast, he's been on, one of a lot of people's favorite guests, believe it or not, great dude, we're going to have him back on a little bit later to talk about Pinky Promise, you know what I mean? Dude, I know all about the Pinky Promise. Yeah. Oh wait, wait! That's not. That's a different pinky. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll edit that out. So, but we're looking forward to it. I mean, Mike. I mean, I. You know, you know me. I mean, I'll shoot like my dad used to say, shoot a bullet over their head and just see how they react. Maybe what we can do is I can start drumming up like, man, like you know, it could be on a shirt next year. You know what I'm saying? For like maybe Eastbound Get Down. I mean, it's over in that area. But I don't know, man. I'm not pulling any strings over there. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying that's just a thought. I like where you're thinking. I like what you're thinking. Um, but, you know, hey, we'll have to wait and see. I love it. This episode is brought to you, or the episode overview is brought to you by our family at Graphics Mafia. They continue to support the scene, even to vehicles that were out at SEMA. 
They can make stickers, decals for you. G-R-A-P-H-I-X-Mafia.com. They're on TikTok. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. Hit up, buddy. So, Mike, the last episode recap, you and I weren't able to really link up. But, dude, you know what was awesome? In a week, it's not always easy to link up with a lot of different kinfolk. But when you have folks like Ruben, Eddie Gordy, Riggity Ron talking about open enrollment, and then you have the Max Fish all kind of say, hey, we know it's Thanksgiving, but we want to come and give a little bit of thanks to the Airhead Nation, talk trucks. Dude, it was a blast, man. No, absolutely. And and like you said, you said Eddie Gordy. Hats off to Eddie Gordy and the rest of the mini truckers that were over in Houston at the Houston um, Autorama and uh, holding their own and, and you know, helping uh, put mini trucks, you know, uh, back on the rise again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. Um, I did see there was, a, I believe, a Forbidden Fantasy member out there as well. I know Lonnie Radar, that whole Lone Star Throwdown section. Dude, man, that is just the coolest thing. It's making me want to go out there. And I'm not even, you know, the guy that knows all about the Autorama stuff, but I know Eddie does, Eddie Gordy, that is. And, of course, man, he it, it takes dedication, you know, to, to, to go clear halfway across the country, rolling solo, you know, his gal, uh, you know, his daughter, she stayed back, which was awesome. But he still did it. So, uh, you know, tip of the cap to the big homie. And the last episode recap is brought to you by, as I mentioned, Lone Star Throwdown. Although the 2K or so is sold out, still plan to come out to Lone Star Throwdown in 2022. It's the 11th annual LoneStarThrowdown.com or Lone Star Throwdown via Instagram. February 25th through the 27th, you can buy a ticket and uh, gallivant right through the front entrance. We'll be right up there. Come see us. Chop it up talk trucks that's what we do right mike that's what we do brother so mike dude the general updates we kind of hit on these already but um here's the quick and dirty i on friday i tried to get a couple of the homies to link up and maybe go over the rod run and i was like you know what the main reason i wanted to go there is to drop off a mirror that i want to get chromed over at advanced plating so you know a lot of days when the truck was being built i'd go to jimmy's get up at six leave at 6 15 6 30 cruise across the straight about or across the state about two hours and 15 two hours and 20 minutes boom and get there i kind of was like you know what i'm just gonna taper it back a little bit randy nc randy ended up calling me friday evening he said yo come by the crib you know i got some stuff for you uh let's link up a little bit so i went by there he showed me some mini truck and history stuff a lot of cool things big ups to bow to nc on instagram randy and what that allowed for me to do is peel out of there. I didn't leave any tracks in the grass, though. So, you know, he said, dude, if you leave tracks here, he goes, I know how you roll. You know what I mean? I said, all right, we're cool. I peeled out of there, and I went over to Jimmy's, and, dude, it was, uh, you know, Big John. Again, tip of the cap to him with Trucks and Cheeseburgers doing these events, really keeping the scene going, Mike, and and Jimmy as well. No, dude, absolutely. I mean, the turnout there was fucking unbelievable, dude. I mean, there were some badass rides there. And, uh, of course, a lot of them that uh, Jimmy has uh, built himself. And, uh, I mean, shit, he's he's one of the best. What was awesome is the the Ram was there. It was also on the artwork. And that gentleman, is, is he's handicapped, right? So he, uh, you know, has a, a disability. I got a chance to talk to him briefly. Uh, just a great dude, super happy with the truck. And, you know, to have been there when it was being built and then seeing him drive it, just a great feeling. And I asked Jimmy, I said, dude, it's got to be a great feeling to see like you helping a guy like that that again has this disability but he still loves trucks and it shouldn't allow him you know not to be able to partake in all the radness out there. Oh, absolutely. And I mean especially something like that and for somebody to be able to uh come through 
and uh, and help him out and uh, be able to enjoy it just like everybody else. That that's awesome. Yes, sir. Uh, so I know when I talked to you, I think I was headed. There was one day I was headed home. You were putting up Christmas lights. Now, I, you know, Shannon has told me in the past, like when you put up Christmas lights, you'll usually start putting some filthy stuff up, and the homeowners will start to try to tackle you, right? Some some weird kind of things that it almost looks like you know you're like in a nudist place, right? With these weird lights and how the trees go. You let's, let's be clear, you didn't do that again this year, right? Bro, I don't know what you're talking about. I I, I know nothing. Well, I do not recall. I'm sorry. Just remember, Mike, when you're out there putting up Christmas lights, just say, hey, Russ, come out here, get the stapler, and staple them right <laughs> in the shingles. Dude, that, I think, is within Florida building code, let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. And then if you've got those nice tile roofs, dude, I've seen people just put, like, you know, glue, Gorilla Glue Town. That stuff will fucking hold it, dude. Hurricane, I think, five, five, Category 5. Bro, go, Gorilla Glue is the bomb and uh, that stuff will hold anything and uh i mean yeah just hey whatever you do don't put it on your hand and then touch anything though because you're right. stuck yeah we got to link up with gorilla glue uh general updates brought to you by southeast mini nats we've told you many times this is one of those shows that you got to attend it's in april of next year uh most of us call it mini nats and of course on instagram you can type in mini trucking and you'll see mini trucking nats come up the cool thing about this mike is even if you can't get the golden ticket, arguably you could have just as good of, if not a better time, gallivanting around the valley there, watching the cruise, jumping in a ride, cruising down the strip. It doesn't even have to be a 6 foe. 6 foe. I know we're going to be out there, so we're stoked. Now, Mike, dude, so I've been thinking about the, the, next, the next topic, trivia with Mike, and I got people texting me going, dude, you need to bury him. Here's one for you. There's no way. There's no way Mike will get this one. So, oh, shit. You know, so I don't know. Okay, players. Now it's time to get serious. But, you know, this show was an American action adventure television show. It was on ABC. It originally broadcast from, like, you know, November 81 to, you know, May 86. It starred Lee Majors, and he was like a Hollywood stunt performer. He kind of moonlighted as a bounty hunter. I mean, you, you've done that, right? I know Hank does that. You know, he moonlights oh, kind right. of around, you know, with, with Dog the Bounty Hunter and stuff, which I think is cool. Um, the guy was Colt Seavers, Hollywood stunt guy. And, you know, again, he moonlighted around. It did revolve around a truck, and, and somebody, said, somebody told me, just give him that amount and see if, if he'll remember what the guy's name, you know, what the name of the show was. Well, dude, I remember this big time because no Lee Majors, freaking that C ten had those. Remember the big KC lights on the back yes. of the truck? Dude, it was lift. I mean, dude, it was brown. It was white, I believe. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think this was called the Fall Guy. Dude, ding, 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 bro. No whammies this yeah. week. Huh? Like, I got to be honest, dude. You pulled that one up. I got your binder here. I'm updating it as we speak, dude. What a good one. Bro. I got to go back and watch some of those, but the cool thing was it, it featured the, C, the good old. I wonder if it was a C10 or a K10. I forget. It, I guess in four wheel drive, but I call them all C10s. People get mad at that. Like if I post C10s on the rise and they go, oh, "It's a K10," yeah, nah, not to me. You know, I don't care if that's four wheel drive. You know? Hey, whatever. It, it's the fall guy. It was a badass truck. That's all that matters. I love it, dude, Mike. And, and next week we're gonna double up because I've been really thinking of some hard ones. We're gonna double up next week and see if you can get them. A trivia with Mike brought to you by All Time Low Magazine. 
We've told you time and time again, homegrown, you can go to atlmagazine.com and subscribe. You can select from the dropdown which issue you want to begin with. For instance, if you're at a show and you buy an issue, you can start your subscription with the next issue. So, Mike, dude, the scene updates don't have a lot to cover here. I was going to talk a little bit about Turkey Rod Run, but I can tell you this. I think the amount of time that people spent with their families, like you said, the, the Frank's, the, what is it called, Franksgiving? Friendsgiving? Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving, you know, 32-plus people. That kind of reminded me of, speaking of speaking of the fall guy, remember we had Tall Guy on recently talking about his book, and he did those kind of things. Very similar to what you guys. <laughs> now, I got one question. Was Dusty Rhodes there? You know, my boy Dustin? Oh, Dustin Rhodes was definitely there. Him and his best friend, Wahoo McDaniels. Yeah, was he, now was he talking Packers and Florida State and like slamming stuff? I mean, dude, he gets, have you seen him watch a football game, dude? Bro, true story. We were watching Packers in a playoff game, okay? This mother effer pulls that damn uh, fucking <laughs> – he pulls his jersey off. He proceeds to go out to my grill outside, lights that bitch on fire, and burns that bitch Dude. in the damn grill. The best part is, is this was halftime. They came back and won that damn game, Dude. and he burnt his – and he burnt his damn um, <laughs> Dude, bread I mean, far fucking I mean, Dustin, hook a brother up. Man, I need an official Favre deal, man. Next time, bro, have Mike ship it bro. the next day, doggy. Bro, I'm just like, what are you doing? Dude, the guy is insane. Yeah, he, he is. But but I got to say this. He does. He is passionate. I mean, if that's one word you could use. Oh, there's, there's a whole lot of passion. There's a whole lot of loyalty. And if he feels like you ain't down... And you ain't passionate, and you ain't got loyal, uh, and you ain't loyal, yep. bro. He he definitely lets you know, bro. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. Well, and I can't. I mean, I'll be honest. I can't believe you guys are friends because you know you're a big Gators fan. You know he's a big Florida State Seminole. You know Dion, all those great uh, players that came from there. But the cool thing is, you guys, you know, have that amic- is it amicable relationship, so you guys can you know coexist. That's my boy Blue. That's 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 what I know. So we talked a lot about Thanksgiving, right? The little pun with Hank from Hammered Weekend, where, of course, I want to remind folks the open enrollment starts on 12-1, and what that is, uh, Ron talked about it last week. You can get in and buy for one price. You'll get all the shirts next year shipped to you, whether you want a banner, a tank top, a hoodie, or a shirt. There's different prices. And the cool thing is he's the only guy that I know, the only brand that I know that could do it because, Mike, I mean, he's on a regimented damn schedule so tip of the cap to ron and all the folks over at hammered weekend wear dude you ain't lying because they're just 100 miles per hour uh you know no breaks and uh just they don't stop bro no doubt about it hopefully you got a chance to get in from a digital experience and vote for the street trucks uh, truck of the year i believe it was going to end on the 30th or the first so that obviously has passed the cool thing is my understanding it's all fan based voting so go out there all you got to do is enter your email address which i think is great I want to thank Max Dooley. I had posted something up, just trying to get a little engagement in the Airhead Nation Facebook group, kind of asking, hey, besides what we covered on the Black Friday segment, were there any good deals out there? And people started tagging folks. I didn't see as many deals, but again, I think what I said last week, Mike, is there are a lot of supply constraints and things like that. Max Dooley had hit me up, and he goes, yo, what are you looking for? And I said, well, I'm not really looking for too much. I said, if I was going to buy something, this is what I need, some buyer compressors. And he goes, well, I can sell them to you. I got some here. What do you want? 485s. Boom. He made it easy. So I got to tell you, Mike, the people that are out there like that hustling, 
you got to tip the cat, man. They're out there doing the damn thing. And, you know, he's over at Extensive. Had been a while since I think I bought any over-the-counter parts from them. He texted me today and said, hey, it's going out the door. So thanks to Max Dooley. Nice. Always coming through, our boy Max. Yes, sir. One of the coolest truck names ever. Let's be honest, dude. I mean, if he doesn't come up with another Dooley, I mean, we might have to fight him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't have that last name and not have a Dooley. So. Oh, no, he's definitely going to have another Dooley here. Uh, it won't be long. Top ropes. All right, so again, thank you so much to Hammered Weekend Wear for all the support. H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com. So, Mike, obviously a little under the weather, just kind of skimming through this one a little bit. We've got Diener on in a little while. So i just going to do kind of high level here. We, we talk about these shows a lot. Relaxing on the Ranch is a fun, fun show. Mike, you voted at your show of the year recently. And it's on March 5th. It's going to be down in Lake Wales. And the cool thing is people can go out there and camp. They can bring, like what you do, one of those campers that that thing do was on three-wheel, let's be honest. Or you can get a motel, hotel, holiday inn. They've got all that on the premises, whatever you want. But it's relaxing on the ranch March 5th. And a couple years ago, I mean, we had people from all, all over. So I'm looking forward to it. Bro, one of my favorite shows of the year, my man. Of course, the last weekend in March we talked about is going to be Orange Beach Invasion, a, a beautiful venue. And then from there, we talk a lot of, about a lot of different shows. Um, and I always forget this one, so i got to apologize. You have Kern County Showdown. And Kern County Showdown is a part of Mini Truck Showdown. And that's going to be February 4th through the 6th, 2022. Kern County Showdown, again, even though they pulled out of there. No one likes to pull out, right, Mike? What's that mean? I mean, even though they pulled out of there with the show, they said, hey, we're not going to cut and run. You know, We're going to come back and hit you guys with the Kern County Showdown, and that's what they did, Bakersfield Cali, first weekend in February. And then lastly, the pull-out poster. Yeah, it is, isn't it? The only other show that I wanted to mention, again, just kind of keeping things light this week as we roll into December, is Sparks in the Park. The Decorvers, they're great folks, February 2nd through the 4th. It's going to be there at the Mullet. Festival Grounds. We're going to do another award, kind of an 80s, 90s themed award. It's a great venue. If you can, if you're looking to come to a different show this year, Sparks in the Park 850 on Instagram. Look them up. I know it's going to be a great time, Mike. Bro, can't wait. Always a good time. Key show updates brought to you by the West Coast Influence. If you want a DVD, stocking stuffer, or Blu-ray, go to minitruckfilm.com. You can buy that. West Coast Influence. Radar will get it shipped out ASAP. And you can add it to your collection. It's minitruckfilm.com. So, Mike, really, we're just going to kind of wind it down here, to be honest. I mean, again, it's 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 kind of a lighter week. Uh, trying to get back on my feet here. Just, you know, a little bit of a cold stuff, normal stuff. And um, I want to thank Joey at Get Decked. You know, we're constantly in contact with, like, Joey at Get Decked and folks like Josh at Welch's Chop Shop. And I tell you, Mike, uh, we have always keep the pedal stomped. And when Josh and, and us linked up and then we linked up with Joey at Get Decked, it really helped transform our, our small operation into this bigger thing that we've always wanted. And a lot of folks have jumped on board. Let's be honest. I think it's fantastic. Skate decks. Joey can put your artwork on a skate deck. And I tell you, Mike, I've had some people, I think it was even Miranda built, I believe. Was it Miranda built? It's one of those down south where they always post those hot chicks in between all their hot rod posts, right? They hit us up and they go, yo, who's doing your signs? I go, yo, dog, Welch's Chop Shop. You know that, Mike. You've been using Welch forever. Forever. So they're good people, man. So you want to come off the top ropes, get sideways in the 2022, hit up Joey at Get Decked, or 
Welch at Welch's Chop Shop. You might, you might, you know how they do, bro. Uh, they give him a call because Josh and Joey both uh, they'll knock it out and get it done for you, and they do it every single time. That's it. And believe it or not, we're going to stick to just keeping it simple this week. But Mike, we can't forget our family over at Garage Gear Clothing. If someone goes out there for the holidays and puts an order in at GarageGearClothing.com, you have any idea what the shipping is on that order? For in the U.S., of course. Bro, bro, bro. I'm gonna guess it's F R E E E free zero dot zero zero with a money sign in front of it. Hit them up. We saw them again out at the Houston Autorama, and I tell you what, Mike, we got we got to get them to slow down. They're trying to topple us with all this badass gear. I mean, maybe we're trying to catch up to them. Let's be honest. But Crystal, Lonnie. Radar, the whole crew, the kids, they're always top roping it. You know what I mean? So we got to stay on their level. We're just trying to get to their level. Let's be honest, Mike. Uh, We're definitely trying to get to that level. So this could be the shortest episode ever. We'll have to see. I mean, Diener's a big talker. Big shout out to Low Bros. We so appreciate them. We see them all over. They've helped you. They've helped me before, different things. Love these guys. They keep it small. They hustle. Uh, So let's roll into that audio. Mike, have a great week. And, dude, don't get too crazy into December because I know, you know, it's going to get busy for you. Oh, bro, birthdays, Christmas, uh, just, you know, packages, uh, it's 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 going to get crazy for sure. But, hey, like we say, man, no breaks, and uh, let's do it, brother. Stay on the rise, and I can't wait for Eastbound Get Down end of January next year at Destination Daytona. Bro, can't wait. January 21st to the 23rd to be exact, brother. And hey, make sure you guys hit eastboundgetdownshow.com and get those pre-registrations in. You better have TVs with the playoffs going or I may not show. That's all I'm saying. Hey, bro, check this out. We got a bar there. Dude. We got a restaurant there. Freaking TVs galore. So smart. we got plenty hey, of space. Hey, smart. Um, oh, bro, bro. We can't okay. talk about that on okay. here. Okay. Yeah, Randy Randy hooked me up with some good truck mag, so we're good. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Mike, to Tim and, and NC and all the NC Florida brothers, thank you guys for always supporting us and all the other clubs. Stay on the rise. We at you. Stay tuned for Diener. Peace. See Right, so we're going to transition into Diener. I mentioned it. I don't know how Mike and I kept it short and sweet this week. Hopefully you guys appreciate that. But Diener, I want to welcome you back to OLP. Thanks for taking the time, big homie. Dude, anytime, man. Thanks for having me on for what I think is my third time now. So it's always an honor and a pleasure and just a good time to uh, to chat with you, man. Always love kicking it with uh, the homies. Real deal, Holyfield. Here's the funny thing. You know, I had to look it up. I can't believe it's all the way back on episode 30 I mean, it seems like a lifetime ago was making the scene rad again. We had you on with Morgan from Viera at the time. Um, and, dude, you also kind of you know made an appearance on a couple of other, like I know 139 at the, the the Memorial Cruise. What's awesome is, like, when you came on back in the day, you know, a lot of people really appreciated that episode and some of the things that you said, man. It was really positive. Yeah, I've also uh, received some of that feedback from – some of your listeners and some of the guys on the scene locally and also um, some some different people that reached out on Instagram. I appreciate it. Um, by no means am I anybody special. I'm just your average Joe, and I have a story to tell, and, and I tend to enjoy speaking, so I, I appreciate the love that um, you know was that was sent over my way from that from that particular interview. 
Hells yeah, you know when you say I got a story to tell, it makes me think of the Biggie song, you know. But um, Biggie, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. But <laughs> dude, one thing that I kind of wanted to do is, you know, I I had been following your S10 build. You know, we talked about it, and I know that you've been super excited about it, right? There's all these, mm-hmm. you know, emotions and things like that, and I kind of had a feeling that you were getting close. You know, just kind of seeing some of the stink peak stuff and kind of hearing different things. But when yes. I went out to Jimmy's Rod and Customs which was the open shop night, I looked and I was like, eh, I kind of pointed over there. You remember that? And he goes, yeah, you know, you said something like, yeah, they let me put the beer in the back, dude. What an awesome feeling getting the truck done. Talk to us a little bit about the journey. Man, yeah, that was a a surreal moment for me. The journey itself has been kind of like a a slow, long game process, right? Uh, Everything I do in my older, in my elder age, if you will, is a little more calculated than it first was when I was younger. Um, especially when it came to building the truck. The first time around, I was a young 17-year-old, and I was gung-ho, and we wanted to shave everything, and we wanted to bag it in the weekend and get it back on the road. And this time around, uh, where, where let me just preface that I'm happy to say that all the stuff that we did those years ago are holding up just fine till today, um, even with the speed that was done, that it was done in. But yeah, with, with this one, um, you know, the long short of it is, uh, you know, I got, the last time we spoke, on episode 30, I had just mentioned that I got rear-ended at that time. Um, and so, you know, at, at not only did I get rear-ended at that time, life kind of hit me in the, just hit me unexpectedly with some different things. And so the long short of it is the truck had to get put in the back burner for a while, as, as some of us can relate to. You know what I mean? It just, it's no longer priority when we're not little little kids anymore. So the truck sat in the garage for about three and a half years and I walked by it every day and, and I knew that I was never going to give up on it. It's not something that I would just walk away from because there's just too much sentiment with this thing. Um, but uh, once the COVID thing started, uh, I would say like in March, I think in, in 2020, um, you know, when everything was seemingly starting to close and, and everybody was getting a little panicky uh, for whatever reason, some opportunities uh came my way just to do some odds and ends. Now I have a normal nine to five job in the technology space. And, um, you know, there's just other opportunities that came about. And, you know, I have friends that remodel homes and I have friends that own bike shops and I have uh, now a partner uh, that owns uh, the toy shop garage, which is a custom fabrication and uh, stuff like that, that I'm affiliated with here in Orlando. And, um, you know, that there was just money to get. And so the long, the long short of it is that I just didn't sit down. I, I, I worked my normal job and anytime there was something to go get, I went, I went and got that money. And so I hustled, hustled hard all through, um, you know, the beginning of the COVID era, if you will. And, you know, the money I was getting was cash. It was not a check. Thank God it was, it was able to put in a shoebox. And what I did was slowly start purchasing all new parts. You know, I bought all new air management, airbags, compressors, manifolds, tanks, fittings, um, bushings for the link bars, all new front steering suspension, like literally everything underneath the truck to include like uh, the the U-joints on the drive shaft, everything on the running gear, everything is brand new. And I did that during COVID last year. And then as you saw, I, I had it out last year, even at Jimmy's, it was uh, with no bed and a gold, a gold door um, because I was going back to door handles rather than having shaved doors. So I enjoyed the life out of this thing. I actually forgot that I had a daily driver last year and I was spending so much time on the road in the S10. I was just loving the feeling of getting it back on the road and I could care less what it looked like. It was just, uh, you know, anybody who's listening understands the feeling of getting in the truck or the car 
And it doesn't matter what stage it is. It's just something to be said about being behind the wheel with your music on, the windows down, and uh, and the thumbs up at the at the stoplight. You know, from someone who has no idea what you're doing with your vehicle, but appreciates it. To me, that's what it's all about. You know, that's when it's that's when it shows that you're doing something right. And so, you know, I'm, as I mentioned, it's just a long process. We did that, and then I knew that it was going to go to paint and body, but I didn't want to just slap any kind of paint job on it. I didn't want to just do any like quick body work. I really wanted. Um, I really wanted to build the truck of my dreams and I, and furthermore, it's a memorial build. And so for me, everything was calculated because I wanted it to be something that, you know, wherever my mother is today, uh, watching over me, I really wanted to make sure that this was something that if she was here, she would be super, super proud of, of the end product. So we took some time and, uh, you know, we did it right, man. I, I bought all new parts. I spent over a thousand dollars at LMC on seals and, and different pieces, odds and ends, small rubber pieces for tailgates and doors and things that you never see. Um, just to make sure that this thing is as OEM as can be and uh, is safe and, and sealed up like a brand new truck. And so, uh, and yeah, man, so fast forward to paint and body. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to LBJ Collision here in Longwood, Florida. If I can, they got me right. They did all the body work. The, the bed and the doors were donor bed and doors off of other vehicles and the body work that was uh, needed was absolutely insane. Um, I was quite nervous if they could even actually bring the bed back to uh, its original luster, if you will. And in the long short, man, it spent uh, about four weeks in the paint and body shop, just doing real meticulous body work in the jams, everything. And, um, and yeah, so as you saw, fast forward to last weekend, uh, you know, you saw the end product. And then in the interim, uh, I know that I was notorious for the black and white, photos or the teasers which i i appreciate everybody in my direct messages asking me what color it is and, <laughs> and some people some people uh i won't name names but there were some people like yourself that were privy to some some sneak peek shots as she was coming back together the the ones that i really um you know the ones that impacted me the most really and, and not no offense to anybody but the ones that really impacted me and and, uh, and and gave me some positive words through this build was the ones that i was really excited to share the process with so we did that. And, um, and, you know, I just decided that I wanted to release it or I want to release it. I wanted people to see it when it was actually ready to go. I wanted to make sure that we had the final paint and buff or the, the cut and buff on the paint correction was done. I wanted to make sure that all the plastic pieces for the bumpers were back on and, and that way it was just presentable. And so fast forward to this past weekend with the Turkey rod run, which was rad in itself, getting to slap hands with so many people that you sometimes only get to see once a year. Uh, Jimmy's second annual, you know, the annual barbecue there, I decided, you know, that's in my backyard, let's bring it out. And so, you know, I didn't make a big deal about it. I just brought it out with my wife and my friends and, uh, and we stuck it there and we just laid it out and yeah, and people kind of walked over and was like, is this it? I'm like, yeah, it's her. And, uh, that's kind of how I hit you with it. And, uh, yeah, we kept the beer in the back. Shout out to Fatty B for keeping the beer, uh, on deck. And we just had the beer in the back. And that's when I saw you. I said, that's it, man. Take a look. And, <laughs> you know, it was just it's one of those things where, you know, the the amount of kind words that I received that night um, from both you and everybody else that uh, that has followed the journey uh, was just unbelievable. Um, some of it I got a little watery eyed because, um, you know, some of the people really, really, really understand the, what it's like to lose a parent and, and really understand you know, the passion and the drive that I have to just keep my mother's memory alive. Mm, the hustle. And so, yeah, man, it was just, it was a really beautiful thing for me. It was an amazing experience to just have her back out in one color, one piece, 
back out hanging out with the boys and the girls and and uh, having my wife in there with me cruising and uh yeah i it was just it was like it was a it was a surreal long time it was just a long something it was a long time coming and uh i'm very happy that we're out there now we're, we're back on the road and now we're just focusing on the interior and and, and in, in theory it should make its quote-unquote debut in uh eastbound get down there uh in daytona i know mike's super excited uh, talk to us before we talk about the low bros, right? Your homies. Talk to us a little bit about the color of the truck, because I want people to kind of get the visual of it. We've shared it, of course. Sure. We'll share it more, but what's the meaning behind the color? Sure. So uh, it's actually kind of twofold. It's it's really funny. So the truck originally came from like factory with the the hunter. We'll call it like the hunter for or forest green. I'm sorry, like a forest green metallic Chevy color. It's pretty pretty basic. Um, and I always loved green. It's why I kind of chose the truck originally when I bought it in 2003. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, when I was younger, I had uh, I had this weird obsession with the uh, raspberry metallic color that they put on some Cavaliers and, and obviously the S10. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was so cool to have a pink S10. And I was like, oh, maybe one day I'll do that. So when it came time to build the truck the last time when I did a different shade of green, I was bouncing between green and raspberry metallic. Ultimately, I went with the green, and I really enjoyed that. This time around, I really wanted to do something that I liked and something that my mother would be appreciative of as well. Uh, so me being like loud, uh, not to say loud, but me being the voice and just somebody who's always uh, out there, I wanted something kind of like flashy, uh, and I always liked pink. I had a magenta pink razor back in the day, which uh, you know everybody knew me for. Uh, because I always had a pink phone and it was, you know, it was a taboo, I guess, back in the day for a guy to have a pink phone. Right, but, right. um, the, 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 the reason I chose this color and the color is house of colors, hot pink pearl. And the reason I chose this color, uh, is because many moons ago when I initially got the truck, you know, I got the truck initially to keep me out of trouble. My mom was fearful that I was, you know, I had idle hands and I was going to go down the wrong path, uh, like some of my family members did. And so once I got invested in really into building this little truck, I told my mom one day, I said, you know, one day I'm going to have a set of centerline smoothies on this truck. And one day this truck is going to be in a magazine. Uh, she bought me a subscription, a lowrider magazine magazine and both mini truck and magazine at a very young age because my brother who's much older than me. You know, he had those subscriptions and uh, I had to emulate everything he did. And so with that being said, I chose pink uh, as a little bit of a, you know, play on, you know, I pinky promise, right? And that's the name of the truck, Pinky Promise. So it's like a pinky promise to my mom that, you know, my goal to get this thing in a magazine uh, or, you know, in something of that nature, that's that's where I'm at. I'm, 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 I'm fulfilling that promise. And then the cool feature about this paint job is that it comes with, uh, or it has a, a purple pearlescent inside. And ironically, my mom's favorite color is purple. Um, and so it, it was just, for me, it was a no-brainer. It's both the color that I've always wanted, and it had a little bit of my mom's flair in there, and it just kind of tied everything in together with the whole pinky promise and the me fulfilling the goal of of hopefully one day, you know, getting into an all-time low or a street trucks or something like that. But uh, that is, that's in theory, that's that's the thought process behind that color. So it is the House of Color Hot Pink Pearl. Her name is Pinky Promise. When you see her at night, she's really, really purple, which I love. Um, you know, as, as the sun goes down, you really start to see the darker hues. And then, of course, 
of course, and you may have seen that too at Jimmy's. Obviously, it was it was that nighttime event, so you may have seen a little more purple there. Uh, but during the day in the in the sunshine here in Florida, it is every bit of pink, man. And I couldn't be happier with the uh, with the turnout. Uh, my vision that I had for the color and what it was going to do in the sun, uh, and, and seeing it in real life has completely exceeded my expectations. So, you know, that's that's where the the idea for the color derived from really was just. You know, a little bit of a play on words where I pinky promise that I'll, I'm going to try to fulfill that that personal goal and promise to my mom mm-hmm. and also have that purple in there for her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it came out so nice. I like that you flipped it up. Obviously, you know, this relaunch of the truck, this re-debut and the hustle and kind of we all know uh, I've had projects that sit for a long time and, you know, bushings go bad and all that stuff that you kind of talked about. When you were on before, you know, there's no, you know, there's no denying it. You know, you're one of the low bros. And, you know, yep. there, there's guys like Tim Hudick and, and Fatty B and Sean and yourself. And then there's a couple other dudes, right? They, I'm sure that they all chip in and, and really help uh, motivate you as well. But probably come through. You guys are always doing gatherings. And I think even Matt Middleton will come over off the top rope sometimes, won't he? Yeah. So, yeah, Lobros, uh, you know, we're a real eclectic group, man, um, for sure. And we all have our uh, individual walks of life that we have to adhere to from, day to, you know, our day-to-day ins and outs. Uh, but yeah, when, when the time is, when the time is right, you know, we, we definitely try to link up and, and the biggest thing that the guys did, at least from, you know, when, when we couldn't get together in the physical, I will say that, you know, all of them absolutely reached out and, and were so very supportive and, and, uh, they kept the energy high, you know, and they understood that it was a long process. And even sometimes knowing myself that it was a long process, I was getting a little antsy, like, come on, man, you know, let's, let's get this going. But yeah, man, the low bros. Uh, you know, we got Fatty B, we've got Sean, we've got Tim, we've got Vic who has the Volkswagen and we've got our member Ty up as a, a lifted Silverado. And so all the guys, you know, really just definitely chimed in when it was needed. And, and, um, when they were able to make it, they made it. And, uh, and yeah, Matt Middleton, he's, uh, he's definitely, uh, he's been around, we've been around, uh, like specifically at like Fatty B's house get togethers and. You know, I picked his brain and he's given me some some insight as well. So, yeah, man, we um, we're a real, real tight group. And, you know, we're not kids, so we're not together every weekend, as most clubs aren't. Um, but, uh, you know, the moment that we can get together, we always enjoy that. But more importantly, you know, the text message, words of wisdom and, and uh, you know, just keeping me going through the whole process definitely came in uh, full fledged. Yeah, real talk. We're talking with Jason Diener. You can look him up, Jay Medina 86 on Instagram. We've talked about that in the past. Uh, you'll see in his bio, it's low bros underscore CFL. Uh, you can check out their crew. You guys stay tight-knit and uh, always doing the damn thing, and it's always great kind of seeing you over on the East Coast uh, doing the damn thing. And, and just throughout the state, we're getting excited for Mike's show, as you mentioned, which is uh, yes. you know, later in January. So we're excited about that. Now – you obviously have a lot going through your head, right? It's the holidays, and you know, hopefully everything's good there. But uh, it sounds like you know you're not going to rest on your laurels. I think is how you say it, and you're going to kind of keep the pedal <laughs> stomped, getting through December into January. Really, just trying to dial in the interior where you want it. Absolutely, absolutely. Even to today, you know, I was on the horn while I'm working with my interior guy. I'm very fortunate to be in a situation where my interior guy literally lives in my neighborhood. He works out of his uh, he works out of his garage and. Uh, so the, the uh, you know, the availability there, it, it, I don't think it could get any more ideal. It's literally a street behind me. So, yeah, we're 
we're going to be going through the holidays, of course, doing the family thing, but uh, the weather's beautiful right now. So there will be some late nights and uh, early mornings on the weekends in the garage, getting this interior sorted. It won't be anything fancy, man. The, uh, the whole theme of the truck for me is kind of just like an OEM plus. So, you know, I went back with the door handles and the mirrors and the, and the unshaved tailgate and the rear bumper where I had roll pants and everything else is shaved. So I want to keep that theme on the inside. I, I, I very much love the way these trucks uh, are presented from factory. So I just want to expound on that and uh, put my own little touches on what Chevy and GM has already provided. So, it, you know, there's, it's not going to be anything crazy. Uh, but what I want it to be and what I have the envision is just something that um, is done very tastefully. It um, complements the exterior. But on top of that, I drive this thing. So it needs to be something that, uh, you know, is it's done reliable. right for me to exactly. I want to make sure that I can get in and out, in and out, in and out without having my, uh, you know, any of the seams or the threads coming apart. Right. Like on the bolsters where you're getting in and out on the driver's side and or passenger side. So nothing too elaborate. You know, you won't get any ostrich skin or gator skin out of me. Damn it. Dude, <laughs> Mike's, no, Mike's going to try to topple that. you, man. He, he told me, he goes, tell Diener, man, wink, wink. He's got to do some Lambo doors if he wants to keep up with Mike. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I thought about, dude, I thought about doing the Lambo doors. We, we I was actually going to do some dub floater 26s dude. on this thing and just sit it on the tire. I love it. Um, if, and if we're being honest, I love it too, but I, I, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, yeah, man. <laughs> The uh, the inside, like I said, I just want it to be simple and, and, and definitely just make sure that it, um, you know, that it, that it encapsulates everything. It brings everything nice and, and together. I have some ideas. If we're being honest, I'm not 100 percent set on what I'm doing. Uh, I like to to shoot off the hip. A lot of people work better under pressure uh, and myself. Uh, I'm definitely one of those in, in any situation. I always work better under pressure. So, um, yeah. Like you said, during the holidays, going into the new year, the thinking cap will be on, uh, you know, the, the lights in the garage will be on to the wee hours in the morning. And it's just it's grind time, man. And then if we're being completely honest, I've said this to the club guys already, you know, in the event that, um, you know, I, I, obviously this is, an, as I mentioned, this is a long game uh, approach for me. I, I'm I'm not trying to rush anything. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to do this for any set award or any set accolades. Uh, I'm really just doing this for me and my mom. And so in the event that the interior is not ready to where I want it to be for my show, then we will just put some really dark tint on the windows and uh, she will be displayed under the covered area and we will show off the beautiful exterior work that's been done to it. And we'll just continue on the grind and we'll get her ready for the next one. I think the biggest thing for me is just to make sure that it's there um, and that my mom's spirit is there and people are there enjoying that and feeling that. Uh, that positive vibe and and uh, and really just hanging, man. So, uh, like I said, the goal is to get her ready for that. But if it doesn't make it, it'll be shortly after. But the truck will still be there. And if I'm, if I may say so myself, uh, it, it, that alone, you know, she's beautiful to just stare at, and, and hopefully others will feel the same. One of the number one things I hear when you talk is like you have a plan. So I'll talk about that a little bit in my street trucks column. I'm so thankful to be able to write that each month in the national publication. But I'll also try to post, you know, a lot of people post motivational stuff. Some people like it. Some people are like, eh, whatever. But to me, you do have to have a plan. You know, whether it's taking your iPhone or Android device, going into your notes app, it just bullet pointed mm -hmm. something is going well. I got to get the homie over sure. to help lift the bed off. Well, we got to do this. We got to trailer it here. You know, just having that little bit of game plan because you and I have joked about this before and I've seen it happen too often. I don't want it to ever happen to me again. It's like, 
you know, you blow something apart, and before you know it, one year turns to 10, right? And, you know, you right. go from 20 to 30 or 30 to 40, and you're like, damn, all that time, all the homies are cruising. So my feedback always to people is, you know, keep the project within your uh, skill set. You know, if you're going to have someone build yeah. it, great. But, uh, you know, keep it within that skill set, what you did. Let's not be – let's not um, – you know, let's let's be honest. Like you did that, and you were able to kind of re up, get all your stuff. Obviously, get back on. You know, making some money and, and hustling on the side, and then boom! Now you got something you can enjoy. Yeah, man, and that's and that's what it is. I like I said, I've I've never been a big proponent, and this isn't just in the truck world. I've just never been a big proponent of rushing things. Uh, when I was younger, I, I you know we we could take it all the way back to the school era, like you know just rushing in the assignments and and not taking the time. Obviously, the grade reflects that, right? So in the same process of life. You know, I, I'm also my wife and I are currently looking for houses. Right. And we're in a position where we can finally buy our first home together. But, you know, also keeping in mind, we need to make calculated steps. So rather than rushing and purchasing a home and then getting buyer's remorse, we're taking our sweet time to do that. So I just apply that to everything. And so far, uh, it's worked out for me. So it's no different with the truck. Uh, you're absolutely correct in saying that the pen and pad or the notepad on your phone was used. I've I've had a uh, uh, note paper taped to the window of the truck and just checking off lists, you know, the old school approach, right? Uh, just checking things off day by day, you know, you know, it could be, you know, change the wheel cylinder and the drum brakes, or even, you know, just let's do the upper control arm bushings. And little by little, we were able to check everything off the list. And that way there's no second guessing. Did we do that? Should we do that? We just went through it. We, we set the itinerary. We checked everything off slowly. And, and, and as you know, that takes time which is what it did. It took plenty of time to do these things, but in doing so, you know, just taking my sweet time and not trying to rush anything, knock on wood. I don't have any electrical issues on the truck. I don't have any air leaks on the truck. Uh, you know, the truck will sit in the air by itself for a week and a half and, and be fine. So, you know, again, like you said, yeah, calculated steps and really just kind of having a plan of attack for me is super important because, um, you know, you, 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 you could definitely understand this from having a high caliber build and this is nowhere near a high caliber, you know, the average Joe, like me, I have a lot of money wrapped up in this. Um, and so for me to have to, you know, start going backwards really could, you know, it could cause a problem if I put the bed on and, and everything underneath wasn't ready or if something was leaking, you know, now, I, like you said, I got to get five guys over here to lift this bed. And now I've got a ton of money wrapped up in paint and I, and I'm freaking out why I got five hands on this bed and it's coming off and on. Yes, so yes, rather than find my, yeah. So rather than find myself in that situation, it just take my time. We'll push it back another week. We'll take our time and do it right. You know, it's going to get to the end of the, it, it'll get to the finish line. And, um, and I think also too, there's a lot of people that know this. I, I've had the truck two decades just about, you know, so for me, it's not a race anymore. This truck is probably going to outlive me. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, uh, so long as that's the plan. Uh, so, but in theory, I think the truck will outlive me. So I'm just taking my time and ensuring that the truck's legacy, you know, that it'll, it'll last. And above all, I just want to make sure that everything's right. I want to make sure that it's safe. It's always been a safe vehicle to drive. Uh, and I don't want anything to be any different this time. You know, I'm not a little kid anymore. I, I put my family members in this vehicle, like my wife and my mother-in-law, my father-in-law. And so it's just got to be something that's a one and uh, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be held to a certain standard. And, and for me, I'm holding right. it to the highest standard that I could achieve. You know, yep. I'm not, uh, I'm not the, you know, I, 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 yeah, it's just, it'll be worth it in the end, man. Like with, with the time that's put into it, you know, my, 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 I just feel that it's going to, it's going to pay itself off taking the time to do this correctly. 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, there's going back to the list. There's two people that I know that make lists. One is Chip Foose. You know, you'd see him on the show. And the other one is Hank from Hammered Weekend Wear. You know, I've seen him hey. make lists. And, I mean, his lists are a little different than ours. You know, he's talking about rolling into a saloon over the weekend. And, you know, he's got different goals than we do, right? Because he's a little <laughs> older. But, but in sure. all seriousness, I think one thing I've always tried to build upon, too, is, you know, there's those days I remember when I had my Suburban. And my friend Paul Lane, one of my best friends, just a, a great guy. You know, he recently... Uh, has been building this insane system in his suburban, and we uh, he was talking about how he went and he was able to buy like all the control arms, all Preston bushings, like all new stuff that was like almost as cheap as just buying bushings, right? And having the press, not have the press man, all this stuff. So mm-hmm. it reminded me back in the day, like I remember getting up early on a Saturday, going out, putting my suburban on jack stands by myself, ripping the front suspension apart, which is things I learned from you know, my homies, right? But, you know, they weren't there that day. Same. And then, yep. you know, it's it's not easy. You know, I, I didn't have a lot of tools like taking those lower control arms off and pounding those big-ass bolts and getting all that off. And, of course, I didn't have any stuff, so I had to go to Napa and press it in and put it back. It was all just because it was, like, creaky and it just was, like, loose. But, right. th- like, that stuff there, if you don't do it on said day, well, the next weekend, now you're behind, right? So I always try to think about exactly. things and go, you know, you know, this Saturday may not be the day I want to wake up early and get started on this, but if I don't, the next weekend, I'm not going to be able to go to that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's that building, it's it's that stair-stepping and trying to get, you know, and accomplish the goal, whatever it may be, just refreshing a suspension or getting a project back on the road, you know. And I'm also tough um, on myself. I don't like to ask people for help. Uh, Tony always comes Same. by, Vic always comes by, but I kind of feel like, oh, man, I don't want to ask people. But I'm here to tell you, I've said this before, you know, I'm sure you can uh, attest to this. You know, people want to help. You know, if you if you give people a week's head notice and say, hey, next Sunday after this, you know, can you guys roll by and help? Dude, you, they're going to come. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely am the type, like you said, I don't like to ask for help either. Uh, I'm, I've always been kind of a, a solo soldier, soldier, if you will. And, in, and, and with the process on this truck, too, it was a lot of late nights. And, um, you know, I can't expect a lot of people to just drop what they're doing as they've got wives and, and families of their own. Um, so, yeah, you know, like you said, you, you put the chirp out. They will come if they can. Uh, but there was a lot of a lot of solo missions on this truck. And that's fine, too, man. Just, you know, Apple Music was happy to keep me company. Um, but, yeah, a lot of late nights at the toy shop and just getting everything sorted on the lift and uh, but it was good, man. You know, and, and I appreciate that time too. Uh, you know, a lot of people get frustrated because they're by themselves or they don't have an extra set of hands. But, you know, for me, it's a, it's a time to really decompress and, and just get away from the world and the craziness that we see in here all the time and, and really just hone into that one, one thing that makes you happy. And so for that, you know, hour or two, and this is, is not to quote, you know, Vin Diesel per se, but, you know, for that hour or two, man, nothing else matters. And I appreciate that time. You know, like I said, if I don't have my boys or, or my wife passing me tools, if it's just me on a solo dolo mission, you know, I got my cup of cold coffee next to me most of the time. You know, we just get in there and we, and we step up to the plate and we just fight the battle on our own. And um, I was very successful with most of the, most of those battles. Uh, there were a few things I had to tap a couple of extra hands in uh, to get some stuff knocked out and, and to stay on that schedule that we've been mentioning. But um, yeah, man. So far, so good, dude. Uh, I love. It, I have man. a lot of people that, yeah, a lot of people check up on me and they, they do offer their time. And um, 
and I appreciate that, which is huge. Yeah, nothing else matters, of course. I know Lonnie gets a little crazy in the bars from Garage Gear when he puts that one on and gets crazy, but... You know, I can't give away those <laughs> stories, but we're looking forward to, of course, LST next year, linking back up with the big homies. But, uh, you know, Diener, again, tip of the cap to you. Uh, give a shout-out to your awesome wife, dude. Yeah, dude, huge shout-out to my wife. Uh, my wife, Megan, she's she's pretty kick-ass, dude. I got really lucky in that department. And, and actually, uh, late nights at the shop with the boys, uh, some of my partners at the shop, they, uh, you know, they have wives that are constantly blowing up their phone and, wondering where they're at and, and they're is. legitimate business. Yeah. yeah. They're legitimate business owners. It's like, that's how they get their bread. So they, it's like, you know where I'm at, but in my situation, uh, and all my friends can attest to this. Megan has been around since, um, since anybody in low bros, really. I mean, she, she was there, uh, when I presented the idea of, of low bros to fatty B, I mean, and before low bros, she was one of the guys, it was me, fatty B and Megan. Right. And we were working on his truck or my truck or his car or my car. And, so I said all that to say that she's super supportive. She doesn't question anything. Um, she's also, you know, she's she also has her little car too. She's got a little static drop Kia Optima that she drives daily, and she loves it. And anytime there's a, a show coming up, she's the first one to put the chairs in the truck and uh, and just get ready and and just show support, man. So yeah, absolutely appreciate her for all that and uh, the kind words. She understands how valuable this truck is. Uh, you know, not valuable, but important it is to me and the meaning behind it. It's not just a 98 Chevy S10 anymore. It's, it's for me when I come in the garage and I see it, especially in this color, it's just, it's my mom. It's your getaway. And, 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 it's your thing. It's your hobby. Definitely. It's my, exactly. And, and she understands that and she supports that. She never questions it. Uh, she doesn't try to take it as her own. It's, it's just, this is my thing and she's cheering me on. So yeah, huge shout to Megan. I love you to death. She's, uh, She's great, man. I, I honestly, I, I couldn't have asked for anything better when it comes to support. I definitely enjoy hearing it. Let me ask you this. Do you think Mike would have got this one? Because this ties into your truck. The license plate said fresh, and it had a dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say this mm. truck was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it. Yo, Holmes to Yo, Low Bros. Yo, Bel Air. Right? I mean, yeah. do, I don't, do you think Mike, I don't know if Mike knows that one, though. He wasn't really. Is Mike on that? Is Mike on that level though? Or dude, we... he last I heard, like he was saying, like he had rabbit ears, and I said, well, didn't NBC have? You know, they were on rabbit ears. Yeah, man. I'm glad that you appreciate that tag. That tag has a story behind it too, and it's not just a fresh tag. It's not just because my I think my truck is a fresh, which I feel. <laughs> I feel. I feel people are going to see that tag in the front, and they're going to be like, "Well, that's cocky," but uh, there is a real a real meaning behind that tag. I'd be happy to break it down to you if you have a second, but yeah, um, get, give us, give us the low on it. Yeah. So again, tying it into my mom. Uh, so growing up in a young, I, my, I, I grew up in a really crazy household. My parents were separated. It was just a lot of chaos. As I mentioned, I'm taking the first podcast, my, my older brother, uh, not fatty B, but my older, older brother who I love to death. Now, uh, he was just caught up in the wrong stuff as a youth. And uh, so there was just a lot of moving parts uh, and my mom was going through it. But um, I got to tell you, man, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is synonymous in my childhood because every Monday night at eight o'clock on NBC, no matter what was going on in the house, if it was me bringing home a bad report card or my brother getting into some kind of trouble with the law or my mom just trying to put food on the table, you know, and just break bread and keep the lights on for that 30 minutes or so. Literally, we came together as a family and we laughed 
And I got that sense of family environment that like my friends had that I didn't necessarily have, but it was like that show, you know, nothing else mattered. It was just like, we're there, we're laughing, we're into it. And that show meant so much to my mom that I never forget this. The last episode of the show entirely when it, when it went off the air, if, I don't know if you remember, but uh, they were all in the empty living room and um, oh, yeah. Car- Carlton, yeah, Carlton ran back upstairs to use the bathroom and, you know, they shut the lights off and Will walks out and he's like, all right, this is it. And uh, the house went dark and Carlton came running back down like, hey, where'd everybody go? I will never forget that my mom just broke down in tears. And I and, and I don't know, looking back now as, a, as an adult, like maybe was she just obviously she was in, in love with the show. But I don't know if it was like, shit, man, this is an end of an era. Like this is what held us together every week, no matter what was going on. Um but at the end of the day, I saw that tag uh, and I had to have it because, you know, obviously, you know, it, it meant something. And uh, so that's just another little tie in with my mom and the truck. And um, and yeah, so to, to, to go back to what you were saying, I have the I have the dice. Uh, the dice will be in the mirror. Yes. Uh, just like the taxi cab. But I, I didn't feel pr- I didn't feel like putting the dice in until the, the interior was completed. So if you see the truck out and you see the Fresh Prince tag. Uh, that's the reference. It's not because I think my truck is fresh. Um, it's it's definitely something that means means a little more to me than just the license plate. But yeah, man, that's why we did that. It's just everything about this thing. I really just want to do my best to keep my mom's memory alive. And and in the in the in the short twenty two years I had with her. Yeah, real talk, dude. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, here's a fun fact for those that may not know. We know Mike won't know this one because I don't think he ever watched it. The um, the cab driver wasn't um, the cop from Die Hard, which Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Let's be honest. Mike can't try to mm-hmm. swerve us on that. I have but, friends uh, that will take it every year. That's their Christmas movie, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. But if um, it says the real story, so there's there, there's a myth. Number one, producer Quincy Jones is the cab driver. There's a popular rumor online that the cabbie who picks up Will Smith in the opening credits is Quincy Jones. The rumor is widely reported as fact that there's even more mm-hmm. visual evidence as seen in the image. But apparently, from what I've read, they've never really... I always thought when I was younger that it was the, the what's-his-face, the cop from uh, Die Hard. But I guess i got to look that up now. It's going to drive me crazy. But, <laughs> dude, you got to get the Jordan 5s, right? That was synonymous. I loved watching it because when I was younger, the like the culture stuff I love. You know, I remember when Home Base, you know, you always comment, thank you so much, when I post that album. You know, oh, around 89, man. those colors. Like, I remember having the cassette. I had the single to Summertime. The video, yeah. I loved that he had the Go Speed Racer shirt. All that stuff was like kind of the you know, the culture, you know, talking about, you know, um, put on my CD and let my Alpine blast. All that stuff was like the culture of car stuff, right? It was talking about wheels and cruising and hanging out and fresh clothes and stuff. So whether you're even into that or not, you know, that stuff plays a big part on kind of where I am today. Like when, you know, I want to do an episode and talk about gleaming the cube, you know, and obviously the movie wasn't the best 89, you know, Ruben comes on and we talk about it, but it was a part of my childhood and it was like, it kind of is ingrained in my brain. So, but um, I certainly appreciate, you know, Mike and I do, you taking some time. I loved seeing you out at Jimmy's Running Customs, the shop night. Big ups to oh, John. Yeah, man. Uh, big John for having that. Uh, John Turner, that is, from Trucks and Cheeseburgers. You know, he helps spearhead all that. Uh, I know they're going to do it again next year for the third annual on Saturday. But, man, dude, I know I'm we can talk. Very, for, I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know we could talk forever, but is there anything else you got, homie, that you want to share? Uh, no, not a whole lot, man. I just, uh, I just want to take a moment to shout out those that, that really had their hands on the project and, and, and are continuing to help with the process. Um, 
a big, big shout out to my partner, Chris, at the Toy Shop Garage, um, you know, for, you know, allowing me to be a partner in that and also allowing me to to build my, my dream truck there in the shop and be a part of it uh, as a whole. Uh, you can find us at at the Toy Shop Garage on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, and we do a lot of stuff there at the shop, custom stuff. We're really on the Bronco train right now, but uh, <laughs> I'm hoping we build some Chevy soon. Um, yeah, I'd like to shout out, obviously, my guys in Low Bros. Uh, big shout out to those dudes for holding me down and just keeping me, you know, keeping my head in the game and, and keeping me in good spirits. And a big, big shout out to uh, Ryan Spain and, and CJ Mathis over at ProFab Florida for uh, doing the damn thing and getting my, you know, my bed floor and everything sorted for me and getting that beautiful bed work done, getting all the brackets underneath for my compressors and my uh, air tank and my fuel cell all sorted out for me in such a timely manner with so much professionalism. Um, huge, huge, huge amount of appreciation for those guys. I'm very lucky that they're literally in my backyard. Um, big shout out to my wife as per usual. Uh, and of course, you know, shout out to you and the airhead nation uh, and Mike as well for always, you know, just, keeping me full of positive vibes and always giving me good words when we pass each other and, and, and always just sharing that energy and, and uh, you know, and obviously taking the time to, to show me love. Cause I am just i uh, I'm really a nobody when it comes to this stuff, man. I'm just a guy that just a kid that's, you know, in love with his truck and, and just likes to talk to people and, and give people high fives and, and just, and, and, and share some laughs. So for that, I mean, uh, I'm eternally grateful for the love that you guys have shared. Uh, over the course of my journey on the OLP uh, podcast. Yeah, no doubt, dude. And with that, you know, yo, Holmes the Bel Air. So keep doing what you do. Tip of the cap <laughs> to all the low bros. We can't wait to link up with you very yes. soon. You know, there's a couple events coming up and just stay on the rise, brother. And anytime you want to come back on, you're always got a positive voice in the scene. So keep doing it. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. And also, I just want to say a huge shout out to, uh, uh, I, I guess I want to also end it with this too, Jason. Thank you for, um, for actually posting the picture, you were the first person to to post it. Um, the amount of words and and uh, the amount of reach that that photo had, and uh, just anybody who's liked my posts and um, and and sent some positive words in the last couple of days since it's been floating around on the interwebs. Uh, huge shout out to you, you guys and gals. Don't think it goes unnoticed. Uh, I appreciate that. Those are all amazing words of encouragement. Those are the things that I need to to keep pushing to see this project through. And uh, if you guys or gals ever see me out on the at a show or on the road, shoot me a holler, uh, you know, slap me a five. Uh, tell me what you think about the truck, good or bad. I'm always open to uh, positive and negative feedback. And uh, and yeah, keep on trucking, man. Uh, this is this is proof that um, if you have a dream, no matter how long it takes, you can fulfill it. And don't let anybody tell you differently. If it's in your heart and it's in your head. Uh, then you can execute it. And, and there's nothing that's going to hold you back except for yourself. So don't sell yourself short. Real talk. Dude, Mike Drop, JD, a.k.a. Jason Diener, also known as Diener from Low Bros. Keep doing what you do, brother. Get sideways into the new year. But always you keep know it, legal, brother. brother. Yeah. We out to you. Yo, so there you have it. It's a wrap. Thank you so much, Diener, Low Bros in the house, for coming through. I'm at the tail end of this cold that I've had all week. And when I was editing earlier, I couldn't really tell. I don't think in the audio, at least for myself, that I had a little bit of the cold going on. But I definitely wasn't myself. So thanks for bearing with us through this awesome week. Although it was a short episode, I tell you what, it's always just as fun no matter who we have on, including the big homie. 
The last couple things I'll mention is number one, Brant at Graphic Disorder. Thank you so much for the continued awesomeness. Earlier this week, he says, here is, or here's my annual motivation post. We donated another 10K to Shop with a Cop this year. This program helps troubled and less fortunate youth in our community. This is my yearly reminder to each of you, be it $5 for uh, 5K or 5K, you can help in your local community to programs like this. Please consider doing so it matters. And he goes on to thank his customers, and obviously they make it possible. So I, I love seeing these kind of posts over at Graphic Disorder. You know, Eric and the entire team is there, and I just love seeing it. So to Brant and the entire crew, the the ensemble of the casting characters there, fantastic. We love what you guys do. You know, hopefully the impact that you've had on this truck scene and obviously the, the automotive industry, all of the shirts that we see at SEMA and all of these different events is just mind-blowing, and I love seeing the success. So I wanted to say thanks to those guys uh, for what they do. I also noticed earlier this week that it was Adam Johnson's born day. Adam does a lot for street trucks. He helps a lot with the street trucks website. Uh, thanks so much to him, but he's been going to shows since the late 80s. He's a great guy, hardcore enthusiast, and we certainly appreciate uh, all that he does and uh, you know all of his contributions to the scene. Uh, I just have one last update, and before I share that one, I just want to thank again Mini Truck Showdown and Custom Car Show Productions for the continued support. We're going to be out in Vegas the first weekend in June. Look into Mini Truck Showdown. It's going to be your opportunity. Maybe you've never been to Vegas. Maybe you want to kind of just get your feet wet for maybe going out to SEMA one year. This is your opportunity. There's all kinds of cool stuff to do. Maybe you want to take the week off. Maybe you want to take a long extended weekend. There's the Mob Museum and so much to do in Las Vegas. So we hope to see you out there. And of course, with Custom Car Show Productions, they're ramping up their next big event last weekend in March, which is going to be Orange Beach Invasion. Lastly, Stephen from Bonsai had reached out, and he asked that I had share that I would please share this. He says um, you can check out this GoFundMe, but basically, uh, a good brother of his he went overseas um, with him in the military. His son went into the hospital four days ago with a brain tumor that has been determined to be cancer. They removed it, and so far it's been successful. But he's going to have to go through the whole treatment and all that stuff. Another friend of theirs set up a GoFundMe to help them with you know various unforeseen expenses, medical loss, etc., uh, medical and loss of work, etc. Wanted me to bring it up. So again, this is one of the Bonsai homies that had reached out. And if I click the link, it says help support Kelvin, his fight with the brain tumor. They've raised over $3,000. So we'll share the link in the Airhead Nation he says, hi, my name is uh, uh, Denise Gonzalez. I'm a friend of Kelvin's, and it kind of goes on to explain some of what's going on. So if you want to reach out to Stephen Bonsai, you can via Facebook. If you want more information, we'll also post it as well. Have a safe weekend, everyone. We'll hit you guys next week. We've been working. I have on the new episode. We'll hit you with 266. And I know Mike and Hank, they're itching for 269. I don't know why, but we'll bring it to you in a couple weeks. 
Stay safe, everyone. And most importantly, stay on the rise. It's ODB. We got you. Peace. Yeah.